All right, and I'm live with Andrew Brown, part two. How goes it, homie? It's going good, man. What quick about on, this? Makes quick it on uh, the fucking gun. What makes it part two? I mean, like what? Yeah, you're like, saying we've been talking already for a couple of minutes now. Yeah, let's yeah. let's get rolling we've been into sexting it. for nights and getting yeah, ready. Yeah, exactly. For this now. You but know, you're actually ten episodes into your own show. Yeah, dude. How is it? Uh, it's good. Um, you know, I got high, the High and Inside podcast uh, hosted by me. And put on as a production of the Eugene Emeralds Baseball Club. It's something that we're doing right now to kind of fill the void. You know, um, at this point in time, when this episode is released, I would imagine minor league in two weeks, whatever. In that time, tomorrow actually, from this date, is when minor league baseball will officially be canceled. So, Brutal. baseball in all forms, and like obviously, baseball is back. Yeah, it seems yada, like they can still play. Just with no Yeah, I mean, so that's Are actually something that we're doing is oh, working cool. with the local, you know, like the challengers, that mm-hmm. local legion teams, the high school wood bat teams to just put some butts in the seat. Yeah. Like, no, it seems like like Major League Baseball is are they're, they're canceled. Oh, Major League. Uh, here's the deal. I'm not going to believe a- until I see players on the field. Yeah. I'm not believing baseball is back. So they said they were going to be back because yeah. it makes sense to just have them back. Yeah. It's like you just test both teams. You're good. The uh, players organization. The, the players association and the owners of the league came to an agreement, mm-hmm. um, but they're just gonna start pay per viewing their shit. <sighs> I mean, they, I mean, they should. They should. But that's the thing is a lot of this, and there's like the NBA is coming back and stuff too. But it's like GMs have basically came out and said that it's just a money grab. Like they don't that's care what about everything. Is yeah, ex- no, yeah. And what are we doing? <laughs> like yeah. again, what are we doing if it isn't about the money? Like mm-hmm. you can't just sit back if you have the opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. I digress. Well, because I mean, okay, it's bullshit. Yourself, we don't have sports, but I understand. Put yourself <laughs> in the position of one of those athletes. You're 26. You're at the peak of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll only be here for a couple of years, and say coronavirus cancels sports for two years, you're fucked. Yeah, the COVID, whole thing you've been working for. The your other whole thing life. is too, it cancels sports for. Let's say like let's let's say we get lucky. We get really lucky. Just this year. Not really lucky. I think that it's a very strong possibility that it's just this year. Yeah. Whether or not there are fans in the stands next year, I think that sports are going to be returning after this year. Yeah. We're still holding out hope for football, mm-hmm. but who knows? But if you were a senior in college and a football player, I mean, oh yeah, there there were thought. kids that went into the draft right now. A senior yeah. in college, kids from uh, baseball teams across the country were like, "Hey, I'm an undrafted free agent." Sign me like yeah. like there are kids who were projected to go in what would be like a 50 round MLB draft normally mm-hmm. or like a 35 round MLB draft. It got cut back to five rounds oh, this year because of covid and all these kids went undrafted, which is just like kind of a stake to the heart, man. You're talking so over my head. I don't know. Shit it's, about and, that, sports. and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. The big deal is he's got a podcast. Go fucking listen <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah. Go high listen to the inside. high and inside podcast. You can find it anywhere that you can find your podcast. Yeah. I know. Isn't that such a weird thing? Like, like literally just today. I'm I mean, just go to my website. Dude. Right just before go to website. you have a website. It's the it's, inside. it's the Libsyn website. Yeah. Cause okay. we do the hosting through Libsyn mm-hmm. um, and they manage the RSS feed. So just jump on the website. We're nice. looking to open up the blog posts and stuff here pretty soon. I'm doing it all my Myself. Yeah, that's cool. Everything. So right before crazy. I drove here, someone was like, "Yeah, send me a link to that episode." And I'm like, "On what fucking platform do you?" Yeah, use? dude. It's <laughs> such a weird thing about podcasts. Go to my website, and then you can figure it out. Yeah. No, I stopped updating my podcast. I like episode 55. This thing is still says episode 55. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm literally double that. This will be like episode 110 or something like that. Damn. Um, like congratulations on the hundred mark, by the thank way. Thank you very much. Yeah, that that's crazy. Crazy to hit. Actually, this right now, me recording with you. Might be pretty much the last time I record for a couple months because I can't get any U of O professors. I can't get any professional people who travel around because they're all like my organization said I can't meet with people. This is a U of O building. I'm not even supposed to be in here. That's why all the rooms are locked. So I'm really not supposed to be using this spot. I can't meet with any professional people. So I'm like meeting friends and stuff and it's happy, but I'm like... You know, at some point. Well, like, it sucks because, like, I mean, as, like, podcasting is, mm-hmm. you lean on a lot of other people's networks to grow the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, my network is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I understand that if it's about business, it's about business. And that sucks. Yeah. And, and it's just like, I'm like, at some point, I'm like, I can just take a couple, two or three months off for COVID. But then what if winter comes around? It's even worse. Mm-hmm. People listen to this. If this is episode like 111, this might be the last episode for a while. Hey, let's go. Let's leave it out on a bang, oh, my so guy. sorry, people. <laughs> I might end it on. I don't know what I'm going to end it on. Like 111 sounds like a good episode to end it on, but I'll yeah. figure it out in a bit. Um, but yeah, it's a weird feeling to be like, 
because I took a break right after 50 for two months and it felt so good. I went to Hawaii. I came back and I recorded a nice. shit ton of episodes. So I was like 30 ahead. Right now I'm like two episodes ahead. So now I'm like, I got some Would fire you, Where'd you go in Hawaii? Kauai for 10 Kauai. days. Oh, I know we talked about this last time. And too. now Kenzie and I are going to go to, I think the big island for 10 days this winter. We're just going to save up all our money instead of like going on little trips here and there. Oh, stuff. Yeah. We're just going to go, go on one ones. trip once a year in the dead of winter. Cause December fucking sucks because everything's oh, closed for Christmas. I know. Well, yeah, man. There's rain, yeah. rain, rain, and road construction. Yeah. Those are our four seasons and, here. And no, nothing fun's going on because everyone's home for the holidays and shit like that. And I'm like, I like being home, but not for a month. It's, yeah, it's getting tough, man. We we actually split time between the families, with, between me and my girlfriend. And it's getting tough to manage holidays because she lives, her family lives way out in the sticks. And they have the kids in the family, right? Like all my siblings... Like my sibling and my parents, like we're, it's a very adult Christmas. Yeah. There's not, not a whole lot of, but like splitting time during the holidays is so tough because you got to run out. So we've just been thinking about doing that same thing of just bouncing for a little while. Yeah, why not? Because there's so no I'm one like, here. It's the perfect time to leave. 10 days, honestly, might even be gone over Christmas. Like literally just be gone. So, but you think that this is, this, this whole entire situation is still going to be going on at that point in time? I think it might hit again in winter. I'm not going to be one of those fucking libtard people who watches Como on CNN and says, oh, it's all about the second wave, second wave, man. But I'm like, there's a decent chance that, I mean, right now, never got, as we he, speak. He never got out of the first. I know. I fucking, I fucking hate every single person on mainstream media. Oh, my God. I hate myself for it. So I'm at the tail end of pretty much an all-nighter. I stayed up um, just Damn. doing some gig work, but I was watching or listening to Alex Jones' second appearance on Rogan. Have you heard it? No. I'm like, it's actually oh, kind of his second appearance on yeah. Rogan. The Alex so, you Jones know, returns. I've really wanted to watch those Alex Jones episodes just because, like, and it's so weird because I remember when Joe Rogan caught flack for that the first, like, couple of times. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. I actually just started watching a lot of Joe Rogan because my favorite comedian got caught up in a big old sexual misconduct scandal. Christiel Adela? Delia, yeah. Delia he got your caught up in comedian? that shit. I mean, he had the receipts and he's just, it's just a shitty situation to have, That's like, that guy be my inspiration for getting up on the stage yeah. and starting podcasts. And wow. It's like, damn What's it like having such a shitty inspiration? I'm kidding. Damn it, dude. I've never seen his, ah. I've never seen his stand up. I've, well, I've a lot of people will criticize it just because he's like, I don't know. He's so everywhere. Yeah. And eh, eh, whatever. Who cares? At this point in time, it's like, yeah, okay. Right, where did my inspiration come from? This, but we'll get over it. It'd be but like I, if you're stand up, if you're it's better than, I guess, Bill Cosby. It's like way better than Bill Cosby. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Because like, he actually committed crimes. And he was like, fucking, like <laughs> wasn't Chris Delia like fucking like 15, 16, 17 year olds? Or, or like, wasn't it just when they turned 18? So, so from what I understand is the original. Which is still bad. I want to say it's still oh, bad. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. There's, drug there is something women. so wrong about a 35 year old having sex with an 18 year old, no matter the age of consent. Mm -hmm. But apparently there were a bunch of allegations about him being, you know, uh, Originally, it was for this person who had a Hollywood power mm -hmm. grooming women to have sex with by the time they turn 18. Pulling a Drake, I think it's called. Pulling that. a Drake no, is what that's called. I mean, a Drake, a, a, a quite literally most people who are scumbags in Hollywood do that, I think, honestly. But, you know, um, which that, that whole entire thing obviously led into this. That big, there were seats on both really sides. Hard, man. You looked into a deep, dude. I did because, like, that's so weird. Like, okay, just imagine, like, if Joe Rogan, I mean, Kanye, Kanye is my real okay. Hero. If Con okay, well, so when Kanye, we're talking shit about Kanye, I'm not gonna <laughs> talk shit about Kanye. By the way, what do you fucking think about Kanye about slipping everybody or like underneath? Did you hear about this shit? Mm -hmm. How he like actually donated during the year of President Trump's running, he donated. $2 million to the Clinton campaign. Oh, I respect him less. I think I, I hate Trump too. I hate Trump. I, know, I hate but, both sides. But yeah, I mean, like, well, it's, what are you going to do, right? You didn't yeah. want to vote for Clinton. You didn't feel proud for it. I mean, are you, I, I'm so away from political shows. Let's let's try to keep it to like five or ten minutes. <laughs> Is that what you've been doing yeah. recently? <laughs> Everyone listening, we'll, we'll be on politics for five minutes. I swear to God, skip ahead five minutes. I'll no, make no, sure I'm, my out, I'm out on politics no, 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 then. No, no. I'm are, out on politics. You, but Kanye, dude, I think he was just using that Kardashian bullshit. Yeah. You know how Kim got her like lawyer and like she started working for the Freedom Project mm -hmm. and all that stuff. I think he was just leveraging that relationship with Trump yeah. to free all these and people. And it worked. I think and it got, worked, like, man. people out of jail. You got to respect that. Hell yeah. And, and I'm, then my girlfriend was on the couch. She's like, did you see what Kanye did? And I was like, oh yeah. And she was harping on Kanye for a while. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, but he's like still definitely off his meds. On, honestly, I think what it is is one of those like post hoc 
kind of rationales for something that he did. Cause like in the moment, if you watch his interviews where he has the MAGA hat, he's like, whatever, I took it, I, I twisted it and gave it a new perception it's of like, make, That's yeah, it, and so he and tried to that. take it and he's like, we've tried hating Trump. Trump gets empowered by us hating him. We got to try just lending a hand, be the first blood to shake a crip's hands that like literally in the yeah, weavers yeah, yeah. of people. So I'm like, I think in the moment he genuinely was like, and I think it's a good idea. I'm like, at some point just give it's empowering to trump to just give him another news cycle by how much people hate him true um so oh, like, absolutely i thought it was a good idea and then i'm sure he just like post hoc was like okay you know what oh that was just a fucking ploy the whole time and maybe it was maybe it was a really convincing ploy but i, don't, I mean I don't he a is a genius he is a genius <laughs> i think honest to god i'm just on the fact that i'm like both sides are awful man if you're a far left or a far right wing person I'm starting to say this just to really close circles. If you're listening to this and you're easily offended, skip ahead one minute. I think at the end of the political spectrum starts the Down syndrome spectrum on either side. Like, <laughs> so if you're very far right wing, the further right you go, you just go right onto that Down syndrome spectrum. And same for left wing. You start getting these radical fucking ideas. Every correction is an overcorrection. Yeah. Like at, just, at some point in time, man. Yeah. Every correction is an overcorrection. And I just, I just don't know. Thing, I swear to God. I really am like, yeah, I'm pretty far left. I'm like, I'm, I'm one of the, the defund the police to help fund other things. Like, I want the person who pulls me over to not have a fucking gun and I just came from a homicide case. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be scared for my life. I'm like, yeah, I'm for that. And then you hear they're like, and, and I, just all these further things, like the Black Lives Matter is like, white people, you should, if you have an extra house, you should rent it out to black people for free. And I'm like, See, these but things why? go a little far. But then, yeah. you, then you look at right-wing people and you're like, oh, you're actually Okay, so this though. makes more sense than what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. but then my <laughs> whole thing is I'm like, neither do. I'm like, the further the further left or right-wing you are, it just goes onto the whole other yeah. spectrum, if you know what I mean. It's so. like you're, putting, you're trying to put, you know, square pegs through a round hole on one side and you're trying to put triangle pegs through a round hole on the other side. Yeah. Like, it's too much. But like... Honest to God, I think it would make sense for the United States. I mean, we couldn't really split because it'd be like the coasts is one country. State then, wars, baby. Uh, Every single state governs themselves. Yeah. That way, you have the freedom to move across each. It's like the, like the EU. Like, go. Yeah. If you no, want to go to California, go to California. You're like, okay, well, opium's legal in Ohio, so maybe I want to go to Ohio. Go to Ohio. But mess legal in Montana, and then nothing's legal in uh, whatever you want to do, Idaho. man. If you want to do drugs, yeah. if you want to pay more taxes, if you want to pay less California, yeah, that would be really Utah, cool. you can be Mormon immediately. Mm -hmm. That'd be so funny. But then, <laughs> yeah, no, honest to God, I actually am pretty for that. That whole kind of idea. Hmm. I don't know. I'm starting. I'm really starting they, to. Retract. They already do govern themselves. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They do. You're right. They do. Then why am I goddamn paying proper? Yeah. Whatever, yeah right. Exactly. Taxes. Why am I paying my federal taxes? Wow. It's all about the money. We've talked. So about do you this. have to pay taxes on uh, our welfare? Can you talk about this? You just yeah. got fired. <laughs> yeah. No. For not, um, not yeah. Holding well, baseball up. Laid off. No. You got fired, yeah. motherfucker. Uh, well, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I have to pay taxes on that. On those. That's so on weird. That what the fuck? It well, comes I mean, tax. Money. The thing is, you could have, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, double taxation, man. Um, but you, basically, what's going to happen is I, I get this 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 government aid money, and then it comes it comes to me. But then at the end of the year, I'm going to have to pay taxes on that, oh, okay, because it's an added stream of income. Um, it's going to be a government form of tax, and I'm going to pay Uncle Sam. Hey, whatever, man. Yeah. That's got to feel so good to get that money because you know you have a job once this clears up. Yeah, but the state is so inundated that I haven't gotten any of it yet. You haven't gotten no, it? No, dude. The state's... This is crazy. Oh, so hypothetically, it's working So hypothetically, out. it's there. I got the money. The money back, is mine. Backtracked? Huh? It will, it'll go like back... It'll, back I'll, I'll get, get it all at once or, a, or a, you know, in a very short succession of time so I could end up, you but know... it's been so in, long. In a week and a half with getting three it. grand. What if you're already homeless? Like, what if you were in a position where you exactly. didn't have enough money to float you over exactly. three months? Exactly. Or and someone to That's help you out. why Kate Brown called for the unemployment department, uh, the head of the unemployment department. He called for his resignation. Good. Yeah, but I mean, it's crazy that she allowed evictions before unemployment money went out. Like that seems like the order of that should have been different. Right. That's actual the dumbest shit ever. You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into conspiracy theory here, but you know, I the banks, man. Theories. Like what are what are like the banks? If you're talking about things that we should do, yeah. there are two things that I believe that I almost did one. There are two things that I believe we should do. All right, that's 15 minutes. No, I'm kidding. Here we go. <laughs> no, here, you go. <laughs> here we go. But, but right I'll, after this, we're off politics. And yeah. I'll make this very succinct. Yeah. Oh, this or we, is, can, we can make it non-political. Okay, boom. This, I don't that's think I don't minutes. think this is non-political. Right. Fuck so, banks, last man. Last thing. Last thing. No, it's Fuck not. 
I banks use, is apolitical. Both sides say fuck banks. Yeah, really, both yeah. sides can say fuck banks, right? Yeah. One of them, one of the sides likes to keep money underneath their mattress, and the other one doesn't like what they do with the money when they give it to them. Yeah, good point. All right, so what are your two things about banks? Two things. One, to solve this whole entire coronavirus thing, I'm taking a very Bill Burian approach to this, mm-hmm. which is test, test everybody. Take a weekend, take a week, whatever it is, test everybody. Oh, Healthy what? people and go back to work. With the microchips? No. Yeah, I mean... No, but (laughs) healthy people go back to work. Sick people stay at home. Mm -hmm. We cut the... We cut the shit down but like immediately. You can't test everyone in a day. Uh, it would take like a month yeah. like, no, to course. test everyone. You every can't month. do that. I know. Okay. But okay. that's like in but, a hypothetical. But then world. again, we spend so much money on other things. Yeah. Why can't we put the money behind something that actually means a shit right now? It's not making so much sense. I know, that's dude. Not what this is about. Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then two is we're going to hit a recession in, or actually like a depression. Since we haven't already yeah. in the next couple of months, so we haven't already. The stock market's going up, homie. Do you do stocks? Are you another stock uh, person? Wow, I really want to get into Ever it. Since Robinhood, everybody's a stock yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, kidding. Uh, I mean, I, I really want to get into it, but the thing is, you ain't got no money to invest. Yeah. And you're only supposed to invest as much as you're willing to lose, and I ain't willing to lose a fucking dime right now. At least until that unemployment. Yeah, plan let's comes go, in. huh? Come on, double government. or nothing, baby. Come on, Kate Brown. I'll I'll invest in some of your. Government partnerships. Oh, wait, wait, hey, we we'll left the politics there. here five, three minutes ago. How about that? <laughs> We're talking that? about investing opportunities now. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, so what do you do with all your free time? You got nothing on your plate. Uh, a lot of the gym, a lot of the podcasts, um, and a lot of schoolwork. So I'm still in school. Not comedy, though. You left that off Well, list. you mean, what am the I going to do? fuck? No. What am I going to do, man? Right, homie. You could be writing I'm writing. I know I am. I'm writing material. I'm thinking about things that are funny, all the, like, things that I think are funny all the time. That's, like, the, the basis of some of your material. The basis of some of my material is, like, this whole entire, the dichotomy of, like, can I, should I do, what should I do versus what I need to do. <laughs> and also, a lot of it is trying to figure out, like, that whole entire, like, am I a douchebag or not? Oh, interesting. That's that sort of riff that I would go off of. Mm-hmm. Um, because if a lot, I feel like if a lot of people looked at me, you know, I think they'd probably think I was a pretty big dick. Why? A lot of, I don't know. I think that's just the perception that we give off. That's what you want to If give you have a male, people? isn't that like one of those things that Joe Rogan always talks about is like the alpha, alpha male mentality. And like there are wow. alphas and there are betas. You're like one of those red pill people. You're like, I'm alpha. No. That's like what you, you do you want to come off like a dick to I'd people? I'd rather take the blue pill, man. I've never even seen the Matrix. Do I want to come off like a dick? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So why do you think you do? If you don't, if you don't want it's, to, just don't. That's not my fault. Yes, it's, it's literally one hundred percent your fault. Well, I'm How not going to dress up in rags, man. In rags. <laughs> I don't think people who dress nice come off. You no, might come no. off like gay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's another basis of my joke. Is it? Yeah. What is it? I mean, like you could figure out like. Oh my god, dude! One time we were at the comedy store, or not the comedy store. This the one of the comedy clubs. I've always just been saying that, but yeah. we were talking about it. You just listen to Rogan for like fifteen hours. Yeah, later. seriously, I was I'm listening. To, oh, we gotta store. save the comedy store. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm a local funny. resident. Yeah. Um, oh my god. No, but I was at this this show at Cornucopia once, and this the girl who was leading it came up to me and was like, kind of making some airing on the side of. You got the big She gang. said some things that were like, I think you're gay. Wow. And I was like, because uh, I went with my friend. Mm-hmm. And him and I, you know, wore, we wore the, oddly enough, we wore like the same jacket oh, that's too funny. on that night. Yeah. And she was like, I can tell that there's something about you. And I was like, yeah, what is it? <laughs> and I've been like, uh, did I tell you about when, about that when I got since. like, uh, yeah, yeah, thoughts about that ever got stuck in my head. But did I tell you about that um, guy who... DM'd me on Instagram with a Tinder profile picture. How many gay things happened to you? That wasn't me. I'm pretty oh, sure okay. I, I might have said this actually okay. no, on the no, last no, podcast. No. Yeah, I, I blank every time I finish a podcast. No, dude, like so much shit happens to me like that. So what happens? To it's someone, probably someone, because I wear fruity fucking clothes like this pineapple shirt. For everyone listening, because everyone's listening, he actually has a shirt with a big throbbing veiny dick right <laughs> on his face. He doesn't want to. He's going to say it's pineapples. Yeah, That's it's code word for know. the semen. <laughs> he went it's, white face. It's heathered like it kind of is. I mean. Um, but this but guy so, sent me this guy yeah. sent me this this Instagram DM and it was a complete you know picture of, of me and it was a Tinder profile of me oh, wow. and it said that my name was John I'm pretty sure I talked about this and I said my name was John I was a rancher 
in that I was like seeking a male, seeking a male on I have Tinder. No memory of this. Maybe you did. I'm I so don't know. I just I don't know. This. Maybe it's deja I didn't vu sleep too. Last night I've been doing, dude. I've been doing like all nighters, like every two nights, every other night. So I'm like sleepy as fuck. How? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> this guy was like saying that it's a that I was a, that he was a rancher. He was impersonating me with this cute little puppy picture, and I had like some skateboarder t-shirt on and I was like a rancher. I was like, fuck dude, you look at me and you might think I'm gay, but I'm certainly not a fucking rancher. Like there's no way in your mind that you could think that I'm a rancher. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Okay. okay. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to go to a comedy show with you to hear. Yeah. Like I've, I've been thinking about some things and like another thing is too, like, how are you going to sit here and tell me you're going to like forcibly teach me how many more fucking commercials do we need about wear your mask COVID we're in this together People I know went through sex education two times and still don't fuck strangers with condoms. I don't. I don't, so. fuck, stra- I don't fuck strangers anymore. <laughs> condoms were always an interesting thing. I would just, right. I would never fuck someone who I didn't know well enough to not wear a condom. But how do you expect me to hear something that Jennifer Lopez says and then yeah. suddenly I want to wear my mask? Yeah. So what do you think the answer is? How do you get people to wear masks? Uh, that, is, that is a funny joke, but I'm taking it on as serious. No, I haven't I talked about coronavirus on my show do it. almost at all. I think one or really? two episodes. Yeah. Is that is so? Is I have a question. Is that like something where in the analytics, if you put it in the title or something, that it kind of gets flagged by like iTunes or any of your your my, platforms? My titles don't relate to my show almost at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. They get crazy. No. Uh, I just. I mean, I lost a lot of respect for Joe Rogan hearing him talk about coronavirus until Bill Burr kind of came on and like set him in uh, like set him so where's open. where's your perspective on that on coronavirus yeah on, on COVID-19 I don't fucking know one bit and every time I hear anyone talking about it it's exactly like when I've said this exact thing before so it's gonna be super meta it's exactly like do you, you know when people who talk about you hear two other people talking about sports yeah and both things that both are saying are things you've heard other newscasters say it's like mm-hmm. they're just spouting off shit to each other That's I read an co- article and here's what I'm gonna yeah, tell you that's well, I mean yeah. that that guy yeah, he's underrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's they stats. So I'm like, bro, those those were on fucking last night at different times. You guys are just talking, you know. Um, that's how I feel about coronavirus. It's like mm-hmm. people are like, one guy's okay, he clearly listens to CNN, and this guy listens to MSNBC or Fox or whatever, and then they're just spouting the facts that they heard the news. Centralized news, man. That shit's so obnoxious. Is that I'm like, okay, we all know the same shit. We're all on the same page. It's whack. We want it to be over with. Look, fucking, man, you know, I'm gonna wear my mask any given time. Nice. And the other thing is, too, I feel like you can't go anywhere and not wear guy. your mask and not look like an asshole. Yeah. Because if you go to Winco mm-hmm. and you wear your mask, mm-hmm. you kind of look like an asshole because nobody at Winco is wearing their mask. Yeah, it's interesting. But if you go to Market of Choice and you don't wear your mask, yeah. you look like a fucking asshole because you're not wearing your mask. It's crazy. It's been, getting, <laughs> it's been ramping up with more and more people wearing masks each week. It yeah, went down I, for I'm a while. Definitely, I'm definitely on the train of like... What here's what I need to do to look out for me and mine. Yeah, like I yeah. can't control what other people do. Mm-hmm. It seems like that. Song and I think it's like, very mask real. on. Fuck it, mask. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah. We'll really make a mask on. Around mask now, on. You know, <laughs> doesn't it? We could do a too relevant. Oh man, we could do a parody video on that. Could shouldn't, but we could. Shouldn't. <laughs> the well, amount of things. No. Um. Yeah, so that's kind of why I've been avoiding it. It's just I hate hearing people talk, especially two people having a conversation where you know what both of them are going to kind of say to each other and then they say it and you're just like, it's just boring. We're not doctors. Yeah. I don't know shit about shit. Exactly. I much prefer conversations where uh, the guests have really something really interesting to say and I keep just cutting them off. Well, fuck, you might as well just... Let me walk out the door right now. Yeah, that too, but no, I just keep cutting them off with bad jokes and then just never letting them finish their sentence. Th- those are just so much more enjoyable so, for me. So what do you feel like hosting this podcast? It, it, and we've talked about this before where you think some people think it's like an interview. Yeah. Do you find it easier or harder to get those little jokes in? Because that's something that I try and do with my show as well is like, you know, um, I'm a human being. I work in an industry of sports and I also like stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. How can I integrate all those things? Podcasting. But yeah. sometimes people just go on and on and on and I can't yeah. quite. It's mm, the weirdest thing it? when the person you're talking to is like, whoa, you're boring as fuck. So you got to try to cut them off, you know? 
Sometimes Make I'll have guests like some point that where I'm like, I'm just going to cut you off this whole fucking show. You're talking about coding for fucking an hour. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um, powder coating, gel coating. Which no, one coding, coding. Oh, coding. <laughs> like literally just like like stuff that for me at least oh, is Jesus, really boring. I'm a dumbass. Um, but then like other guests, like I'll have some guests which I really like and connect with. If I have a boring guest, but he gives these huge spaces, like just recently I had a guest like that. It was fun because I just kept throwing shit in. There. Like if people leave big gaps and they're talking, it's so easy it's to on. throw shit in. It's yeah. on. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, in terms of after 10 episodes, do you think you talk to people differently now? Or oh, for, oh, for sure. Really? For sure. How Just so? from uh, an interview standpoint. And I've always done my research on people. Like, because most of the time I'm, I'm interviewing professionals in an industry, whether it be MLB, MILB players or coaches or whatever the hell. I'm interviewing these people and I, I need to know about their life so I can get them to open up and talk a little bit more. Um, but I do try and formulate it as like a conversation sort of. Don't you think that's because I don't interview or research guests at all? Because I think it's fake. It's like, say if I know everything about you, like your high points in life, your low points, then I'm, I'm trying to feed that out of you. Like it's so fake. Whereas if I genuinely don't know about, or if I speak as if I already know it, then the guests are left behind. Whereas if I don't know anything about you and I just kind of like, you know, hit on something naturally, just. I think a there's a balance. Better. You know, yeah. for a show like mine, I think that there is a balance of that. Yeah. I mean, you need to, you need right. to research But like, there's sure. like sometimes where I'll ask a question and they'll blow my mind with the answer. Nice. Right. And like that, I feel like as the things that happened when like recently I had, I had a, a gentleman named Chris Singleton on whose mother lost her life to, uh, you know, the racist white supremacist shooting in Charleston in wow. 2015 at Emmanuel AME. And that episode actually came at a perfect time. Um, it's actually, you know, just as a little bit of a plug here, shamelessly, it's episode eight of the podcast where you can go and listen to this man's perspective on what's happening with George Floyd. Cause we had done that the week after and the timing was so perfect. Mm -hmm. He has a new, he had a new book that released. Um, that's crazy. And it was all about this experience yeah. and we got the chance to just hash it out. And I thought it was so interesting being a white dude and a black dude. Mm -hmm. Like talking about it was like one of those first times before Emmanuel Ancho and like big people were talking about issues that, you know, that black people face. Like that was where that was my first like exposure to that, which yeah. was cool. What's so, really and funny. Those, those were the that's the interview where I got the biggest like boom questions nice. from. See, that's really cool. That's killer when it works out like that. I had the exact opposite. I had a guest on the day of or the day before George Floyd got murdered mm. uh, and it was another white guy. And so before police, like all these different things even yeah, came yeah. out, I, w I was because I've just been on the bad cop, no donut subreddit for years now. I like I talk about <laughs> cops being like they're fucking there's, you know, scary motherfuckers for a long time. Uh, I was showing in like I even paused the episode and showed him a video. I'm like, you think that's OK? Because he was in the Coast Guard. He's like, yeah, you know, situations like that are stressful. And then I plan to put it on a couple of weeks. The whole thing happened. I'm like, it'd be mean of me to put this episode out now because yeah. he'd put him, it'd show him in such a bad light. Oh, so yeah. And that's the so other thing is like, out just out of respect. There it is, that overcorrection thing. It's like someone just honestly was speaking from what they know as an experience, but, but people would take it. Fuck. I mean, yeah, he of was, course he was defending cops, literally of shooting course unarmed it's dumb. white people. I wasn't even making it racial. I was like showing him videos of unarmed white people being shot too. Dude, of course it's dumb. Yeah. Like you can't like see that shit and not be like, okay, well, well, it's rationalized. Yeah. I mean, you can't. I do okay, rationalize it. I you understand can. they have stressful jobs. But the whole fucking point of defund them is have them be super specific. Like, specific. like okay, there's yeah. rape, murder, homicide, all those things. Send the police. Bank robberies, send SWAT. Pulling me over or calling it on a fucking like autistic person or a mentally ill person, call someone else. Call they just dude. need to or car compartmentalize the different shit yeah, so yeah. you don't have the same person dealing with everything. Yeah, makes so when someone shows up to a scene with a gun, that automatically escalates everything. It escalates everything. That's why I really like and respect people who like guns, but I'm like subtly cautious about being around them because I'm like, even if we get in a bar fight, things are immediately elevated because they could grab your gun. Everything. I'm like, I don't like being around guns. Guns are so weird. Yeah. You shouldn't bring guns. I'm the world's biggest pussy about guns. I love and respect <laughs> them. I think they're badass, but like, I'm just like, if I'm on the street, like, I'm like, what if someone grabs your gun out of your fucking holster, bro? Dude, I'm a, I'm a hunter. I've been a hunter my entire life, and my family comes Hunting from that. that. Tang. No, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. The Wu-Tang. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> 36 Chambers. Uh, no, but I'm the family that, you know, I, I know how to shoot a gun. I'm a good shot. Mm -hmm. I have a respect for the machine. 
that it is because it can kill people. Yeah. And like, what do you want to do with that machine? If you choose to go out, you should be wary of those fucking people that go get drunk with a pistol on their head. That's nutty, dude. No, that should never happen. Stupid. Um, but especially when people shoot up in the sky, because I'm like, that'll fall down. Yes, if you're near a city. But no, dude. Uh, just to take it back and completely derail where you're going with that. No, Uh, Joe Rogan got so close to the answer. It was with Brett Weinstein, Weinstein. Uh, they're they're just shitting on um, the defund the police movement, and Joe Rogan was like, "You need police." And then he was just a, like, he even went as far to say, "He's like, but someone there should be different people to do different jobs." That like he was so like he was literally saying the the whole mentality of defund the police. But then he was like, "But defund the police is a bad idea." I'm like, "Bro, Def- that's literally the fucking idea." And people just get so scared about that. Yeah. Like people get so terrified about this defund the police thing. It's not it's not saying that there's not going to be cops. It's just saying that They're there's going to be, gonna more, be different more ways. Yeah, yeah, more specialized. If anything, it means that you're going to improve the quality of yeah. the police that you have. The cops that are there are better trained. There's just you don't need as many of them because they're not dealing with homeless people. Exactly. Someone else is dealing with homeless people. Yeah, like like Cahoots Whitebird got their spot on CNN and like props to them. Oh, wow, man. that's yeah. really cool. They nice. got their spot on CNN in the morning and you know that surrounding that whole entire thing. Yeah, dude, it's weird. It's just a weird time right. we're living well, in. Well, fuck huh? it. This is going to be apparently a political show. Um, <laughs> the craziest thing about this movement. What else is really there to fucking me. talk about? I, seriously, seriously, <laughs> what it's, else? it's taking up at a least, lot. Of, yeah. At least sports, you have a back and forth between two people yeah. who are watching something other than CNN and Fox. Yeah, good point. <laughs> no, um, honest to God, the whole mentality of like white people shouldn't be allowed to question anything. If you ever have a question about the movement that's going on, that's a, an example of white fragility. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not on your team anymore. How about that? Cause that is, there's nothing good comes out of, Hey, you can't question this. I'm like, dude, what's the point what? of not hearing somebody out? Like, what's the actual point of that? Yeah. And I get the idea of like, oh, you're just sucking breath out of the room. Like, they've already explained it a thousand times before. I'm like, there are some very legitimate concerns about the movement. I The, the sentiment that Black Lives Matter, anyone who isn't in support of that is an evil human being. Yeah. But the actual movement itself, it. it has its faults, but all big organizations have their faults. You know, I just think things like that are worth questioning. It's a whole entire, like, you know corporatization of America. Like, what are you doing? I think the most, the most interesting thing is when people jump on these things, like businesses, things jump on this to, to get money, monetize it. Yeah. uh, Like that's so wrong. By the way, hashtag BLM and uh, pride month. Right. I'm kidding. Exactly. But like, that's the thing, man. No, like like, literally every company is going to do that. Every company does that. Every company does that. It's a weird, weird time we live in. Huh? It's a weird time we live in. I I do more and more want to be like, you know what? I actually don't really want to live in like the United States anymore. Like, I'm really strongly considering not living here as I age, like, like just getting somewhere else in my thirties. Oh yeah. And for sure. Just, yeah. I mean, just changing a perspective. Yeah. Or just not being trapped here with the the retarded cycle that the United (laughs) States is in. Dude, it's unbelievable. But I'm like, is there any other first world countries like that are tropical? Like Hawaii, the United States has Hawaii. That's a first world part of a first world country. That's tropical. Yeah. I can't name another one, but that's where I want to live as a first world country like Hawaii. There's no, there's nowhere else like that. That's maybe, tropical. Maybe Guam, but that's still America. It's still in America. Puerto Rico, yeah. still in America. And yeah. even then, that's really not. That's the world country. Yeah, it's really yeah. not. That. And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, I can move to Europe, and then it's you're cold. Or I can move to Japan, and then it's just. You can move to Greece, and you can just be a part of an economy that's just been tanked. But that'd be kind of cool because it'd be really cheap to live. Like, um, a friend just taught me how to fluid paint. Have you seen those when people like they put the cup upside down, and they lift it up, and it's like a bunch of different colors go on the thing. Oh, you yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's like a Facebook thing. Yeah. Okay. So, that's <laughs> so a friend taught me how to do it. And he was like, yeah, I just uh, sold a bunch of these to raise money for my friend back in Burma because he went he made a trip to Vietnam and mm-hmm. all those places. Um, Burma's a crazy like, place, dude. Yeah. The whole, all the, and it might not have been Burma. Maybe it was, you know, Bali or like one yeah, of those yeah. places right around there. He's like, yeah, the guy's uh, rents $30 a month. And I'm like. You're raising money for a dude whose rent's thirty dollars a month, and I'm like, okay, so a year of rent there is less than one month of rent here, pretty much. Oh man, and you know why you don't leave America though is because there are girls selling pictures of their feet for seven hundred dollars. So I mean, that's why you don't leave America. It's because you can still sell it in America even if you're living there. I'm thinking about painting my toenails and painting your toenails. You know what's so funny? The guest I had on just before you, 
up until episode 107, like 10, you know, I was putting out episodes in chronological order for yeah. a while, like starting episode 105 or something like that, or 101. I really liked it. But these last three, episode 108, 9, 10, 11, yeah. I'm going to put on random order. But the guest I spoke to right before you, Hector Escobar, this he said his thing. Yeah, the guy you just saw leaving. Uh, his thing is hands. I'm like, that's an interesting thing. I'm like, you're one level above feet, guys. Yeah, you're still weird, but like not as weird. Mm-hmm. Hands. Pretty close. I know. Yeah, you're what not What about nearly, hands? Not that feet people are weird. There's way worse kinks to be into. Yeah, okay. Well, no kink shaming. There's kink shaming. Feet people are weird. What? Feet people are weird. Feet people are weird. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, what, what so man. weird about kinks? That whole entire, like, he's got a foot shot. I remember I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and there was that first thing of Margot Robbie on the bed, and it was that panning shot where it started at her feet, and I was like, there it is. Yeah, and there it is. In the car where Brad Pitt's driving. Yeah. That's the real Feet up. Yep. So if you had to say your kink publicly on this show, you don't think it'd be like, people would be like, that's a weird kink. I don't know. But I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. To say it publicly on the show. Because <laughs> people would think you're weird, right? I don't want to take that chance, my That's guy. That's so fascinating. Does your, partner, does your partner know what it is? Uh, yeah. She's, for she's sure. cool with it? Yeah, she's cool with That'd it. That'd be weird to have a kink and have your partner not be like, you know. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. If something as harmless as like uh, being in a feet and like your girlfriend's like, no, you can't ever look at my feet. Well, see, that's it'd not fun. Like, yeah, it'd be because like, just be, be a chill partner. Yeah. But whereas I've had one guest on the show, uh, Cedric, episode 105, where he, uh, he actually just told me. Just listening to Yeah, that he was like, my kid, like, I just wanted to try choking a girl. I'm like, you know what? I could see a girlfriend not being into that. That's kind yeah, of Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> then you're blurring the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, if she's into it and you want, she wants you to, it's like, okay, maybe indulge her. But, like, you can't be the guy and tell her, I want to choke you. So what type of gig work do you do, man? Like, I, I know that you're on this 24-hour bender. Yeah. Just, it's okay. Just ran. Selling your feet? Just, just ran. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Catfish guys on Grindr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Sounds I a lot a like picture. something happened to me. Yeah, that was you. I was like, wait, someone, yeah, 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 I saw uh, pictures of John. You motherfucker. That, 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 <laughs> that so was you. Funny. That's how it actually worked. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'll split the fucking money with you, but people will send me $300. Oh, yeah, dude, I'll do it. I'll do it. Hey, you do I don't it. care. I'll sell my image can for you, money can you you're starting only fans a gay only fans oh, even though you have a um, wife your girlfriend be okay with that i think she would have to be if i wanted to do <laughs> she it she would have to be right i mean like well, hey sweetie well, there's 300 dollars in the bank account for this month <laughs> she would have to be so you'd have to be okay with her, her oh, yeah. selling. you'd be okay with her selling her new simp eh. no i'm kidding eh. yeah why not man we're making money she's making money she's comfortable with it i'm comfortable with it it's not going to happen. Let's be very real. That's not good. That in, in, ugly. in all of the possibilities in this world, that is like possibility Z wow. of the alphabet. So no, okay. Yeah, I'd rather like sell crack before I sell pictures of myself yeah. on the internet. That's just weird. That's I'd just sell pictures weird... of myself before I sold crack. The amount, of, the, the kind of people you'd meet selling crack, not kind of people. I'd okay, what if I did? What about designer drugs? I'll do designer drugs, Ooh, like LSD or something. Yeah. LSD, yeah, that'd be fun. I think designer drugs. I don't like think that's designer drugs either, though. No, yeah, LSD yeah, yeah. is definitely not designer no, drugs. Like two CB, like fun stuff, like, like good Shogun's coke. creations, like really good coke, really good coke, really good coke, Colombian Bam Bam. Yeah, those. You know, if I were to sell a drug, the kind of people I'd want. I'm just like I honestly would probably be MDMA people. The majority of MDMA people that you meet, they're like, they're some happy, chill people. Yeah, obviously I would not want to sell any drug to like because I would just be such a sketchy. I would always be scared of someone taking all my drugs or all my money. You know? Oh, I'd be paranoia. Yeah, I, and I'm so paranoid as it is. Like, there's no chance. Then I'd be the gun person. I'd have to have a pistol. On me. <laughs> yeah, you'd there's have no to. No way you wouldn't. You'd be like, yeah, oh, you'd have to be strapped. I'm gonna go man. to a drug deal with hundreds of dollars worth of shit and with no way of defending. You start myself. listening to Tupac and you just become a gun person. Tupac. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um. Drugs are the weirdest thing. If anything, I'm almost purely on legal drugs now. All I'm saying is there's A, B, C, D, E, F, G plus before we get to Y and Z. You or your wife's song. Yes. Okay, so you're in a situation <laughs> with you or your your girlfriend, wife. Girlfriend, yeah, whatever. Who would you rather have thing. make money by selling? Because for me, it, like, it's funny that you said Emily, you'd be okay with because it. it would be a lot wow. more. That's crazy. It would what be so much more, dude. Are you kidding me? It would be so much more. And then more. you don't have to do the work of taking pictures and yep. dressing up with makeup and not kidding. Yeah, I don't have to do anything. I just get to sit back and be a sugar baby. And have other guys jerk off to your girlfriend, though? Simp. I mean, <laughs> you trying to tell me that they don't do it already? 
Yeah, I probably. <laughs> How would people? Pro- <laughs> she just has like three like actual hardcore porn, like on Pornhub videos. You're like, yeah, she already does it. Oh well, my god. You know, I don't think she's. She was a good Christian girl, so I don't think she'll. She's been doing that. If so. you were a girl, would you be like into porn? Would you be a porn star? No. That's so, dude. If you can make like, $6 I don't care what anybody people, says about that. It's not good. If anybody has the business gall to think long term about something, if you're not a short term person, you look long term at things. That's not. Like, come on. Pretty sure. Even Riley if you're Reed the has, best, Riley thirty-five. You're like twelve million dollars. She's like twenty-eight at thirty-five. Yeah. Even if you're the best, your career is dying. Yeah, but you already have enough money that she. Yeah, could, I guess. Like, didn't right, Sasha whatever. Gray even move into like she acted in Entourage? I'm pretty sure she took being a, a absolute fucking whore on camera into being an actress on camera. I'm pretty how sure do you leverage that though? Like how, what's that, what's that leverage into getting a, a good lead role in a movie or, or a sitcom or literally any sitcoms are dead. Any TV sitcoms show. Sitcoms are dead. Sitcoms are Stop dead. Stop killing my dream. I love them. Um, I think <laughs> I want to make a sitcom. I so too. do. I want to make killer. a sitcom about minor league baseball. I think it's the funniest thing ever. Wasn't that Joe Rogan's first show? Hardball? Hardball? Why wasn't it about baseball like that? Yeah, I think that's. I actually have the notes on there, but yeah, I've all I've wanted to do was make a a sitcom about minor league baseball for like. I have, but the thing is, I have no knowledge of film or the industry. It's just an idea. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely block. It'll definitely put a barrier up for sure. That's like me saying to you, "Yeah, man, I want to have a comedy hour." I don't know the first thing about comedy, (laughs) but you know, I'm ambitious enough that I'm actually probably going to make a whole comedy hour. Yeah, you just do it, and are you going to like do a stand-up set on on YouTube or something? I probably will. Like what I was thinking of in my wet dream of a fantasy reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would invite every single person who's ever been on this show to a big outdoor like bonfire party where I have all the musicians that have been on the show play, all the stamp comedians do their thing um, and stuff like that. And I would just have like- Damn, the, that's the pipe dream? Yeah, wouldn't that be that's cool so, That's really cool. But I'm like, the hardest thing about it is a third of the guests I reach, or a fifth of the guests I reach through Instagram, a fifth I reach through Facebook Messenger, text, email. Yeah, you gotta do all that at once. Yeah, so I'm like, I can't send out a, oh, everyone will see this. And I'm like, I, you know what? That just, it's a lot of work. Is it Brockmeyer? Is that the thing? His what? No, it's literally yeah. called Hardball. Hardball. That's his first show. Um, but maybe it was just canceled really yeah, quick. Whatever. But I mean, isn't it weird having like, like you probably listen to, do you listen to Rogan pretty often? Um, I recently started to, and it's after that whole entire like, well, who else am I going to listen to? That's yeah. funny. You really hit that point in life, you know? Yeah. Or in like really, running through podcasts. Really am doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but So it's weird to have someone who you probably hear talk more than anyone aside from your partner. In your life, like who else do you listen to? That's talk a good point, for six man. Six to nine hours a That's week. That's a good point. Yeah, it's weird thing. I'm like, I hear Joe Rogan talk for nine hours a week. Nobody else except Kenzie do I talk to or hear talk from nine for hours nine hours a week. week. Yeah. So it's a really weird thing. He's like your like, SO. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, like oh, it's almost like wow. Is that like you know everyone's Dude, like just secret it, best? Is friend? that how people get so like into one rut of like a thing? Right? Is like you you don't. You don't jump out of like that sort of culture of, oh, he said this. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to follow him anymore. Yeah. You don't jump out of that because you do develop that relationship almost. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I hope some of my guests like that. That's almost why I stopped getting political. So I'm like, I really think I say things that. You don't want to devise people. You don't think I do? I don't think you do. Mm. I also don't think that you want to devise people. No, but I think okay. I say things that piss off left and right wing people. So I'm like, at some point, I'm just hurting myself. Like, if someone has to like the show enough to just stand through me saying shitting on their team, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know, why am I even doing that? So like, I'm, my opinions just don't matter in that. I just like hanging out, having fun with people. But who's been Who's been like your favorite guest? My favorite guest. Yeah. Changes all the time. Um, honestly, episode 105 was Cedric because I haven't seen that guy. Yeah. For, he just used to sell weed to me in fucking high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew him. He would just sell me weed in high school. And then I didn't talk to him for like six years. And I'm like, hey, man, do you want to come on the show? Ended up being so fun to talk to. He was just so open and just down to earth. I'm like, all right, you're fucking hilarious. Um, but that's just like, you know, the recent thing. Like if I asked you, who's your favorite guest, you'd probably say like one of the past. Right. One of the past episodes. couples. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I understand that. Um, 
I mean, you. I mean, you. You've been my. No, yeah, wait, well, no, that's okay. I, dude, I am so objective. It's yeah. not even funny. That's so funny. No, like uh, intellectual shows, I really like Nick Allen because that guy is a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really grateful he came on the show a couple times. And then uh, for friends, there's like a 10 way tie between just like a lot of just good friends and funny people. Honestly, the person who just left, I went into the show like because the first time I had him on, we just talked about like gay because he's gay, like really openly. And we just talked kind of about that the whole show. And then so this time I'm like, I want to be respectful. It's like if you have a black person on the show and you just talk about being black the whole time. It's like kind of like tokenism almost. Oh, yeah. Or just like, but the whole thing is like I'll have some guests where we don't even bring up race or sexuality or stuff. Mm-hmm. But then another guest um, who was black, like literally right after the previous black guest, he said his whole main thing in life is he wants to bring like equality. Is. So like obviously that whole episode we talked about. Yeah. race. If someone's mentality is about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I talk about it. Like you talk about baseball, it's like, it's hard to get a conversation with you without talking about baseball. Yeah, it's really, it is pretty hard for so that. I was going to talk to Hector and just be like, hey, I don't really like, we just don't need to bring up gay stuff. But then he was like bringing up funny ass, like grinder jokes. And I'm like, all right, well, we're going to fucking dig into this for the rest <laughs> of the episode. And that makes me so happy when people don't treat like the thing that makes what, what's different between me and them. Like a thing that it's like, oh, well, I don't want to talk about that, you know? Like, it's cool when people are just really mm-hmm. open and they're like, I understand that we're slightly different, you and I, so let's just talk about their differences. Do you drink at all? Not really. Not really? That's not, that's not your thing? I was just thinking about shit that normally people don't want to talk about, and it's like, God, there's been a couple of times, and I You got hate, a drinking problem? I, no, I do not, actually. <laughs> thank, thank God. Why? I don't. But... Father's Day weekend, we went out fishing, me and my dad with a bunch of friends, and we were camping. And um, my dad had just gotten this the new F-350 super diesel Lariat nice pickup. Yeah, it's like a $65,000, yeah, $75,000 truck. Things, yeah. I got belligerent, and happy Father's Day, I puked in the back seat. Killer. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So long, new Did car smell. Really? Though. No, but it's all good. <laughs> it was actually probably of the scenario. It was the best of the scenarios. Didn't smell. Nice. Didn't stick very much. Vodka. Was able to clean up. Nice. All good. The scariest. I can't believe like that's the shit that I do, man. And it sucks. I don't. I don't drink it anymore. Almost. That's so funny. Anymore? Like that was like a couple. That was like. Two it was like it was like a, two weeks ago, and yeah. that's like the last time. I like have beers every now and then and stuff. Yeah. But like, like honestly, and that's how I know. Like a half I'm not beer will be really good every once in a while, but then like. I like the taste. Yeah, like a good... If you have Blue Moon, and I call them beer mosas, you put like literally like a third of its orange juice and two thirds beer. It's like beer. It's literally like a mimosa (laughs) for beer. Fucking love them. Um, Nice. So you're a pussy about guns and you're a pussy about beer. I know, but (laughs) that's so fucking funny. No, dude. The people who drink bitter, I'm, I don't even want to call them out, but people I, who I, drink I don't bitter, like beer, bitter beer, that's just, that sucks. And I cannot believe you want to do that to your taste yeah. buds. Well, it's not fun. Like I'll like a nice porter or stout. Like that's delicious. But what you can drink one and then you're nice fucking milk. I like the ones that taste like chocolate. So I'm actually kind of a big bitch too. Yeah. But no, those <laughs> are delicious. But then you're full as fuck after one, you know, like yeah, one uh, it's a good dark point. porter. So I don't like beer. No, but anyway, so I hadn't drank in like so long. So I was like, what's it like to be really drunk? So I think I drink like a half fifth of vodka it's an interesting thought process to have isn't it (laughs) (laughs) maybe even a little bit more i drank like probably between a half and two-thirds of a fifth of vodka Mm -hmm. one night i'm like yeah i don't really like being drunk that much yeah it doesn't the reason why i don't like it is because you have to give up that whole entire night or for that night you you give up basically that next day yeah. I didn't really even have a hangover, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, it wasn't hmm. that bad. I drank or I'd eaten something that was red, so I threw up and it looked like blood, and I was, ooh, like, scared ooh. for something. I was like, whoa. Oh, wow, you really went there, huh? Yeah. I mean, you were like having never f- drank and, like, or not gotten drunk in, like, th- two or three years and then mm-hmm. going straight to the majority of a fifth of vodka, yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, I don't care. And I really don't care about throwing up that much. Um, but honestly, that much vodka Sound was like probably like cow, 40 man. milligrams of ketamine. So I'm like, ketamine's less bad for you than literally fucking poisoning yourself. Yeah. And I don't like ketamine because I don't like alcohol. They're just very similar to me. Hmm. Something else that makes me throw up lately that I've, I don't know why I even play around with it. You do nicotine, you're baseball, so you chew. No, I don't, man. Yes, you do. I have never, I, okay, I smoked one time. I smoked a cigarette once. I was hammered. I was at Taylor's. I took one puff. I passed it to my friend. He took a puff. He passed it back to me. I took another puff. I looked at him. He looked at me and we went, yeah, I'm never doing this again. Both yeah. of us at the same time. First yeah, cigarette we so tried. Funny. He looks at me and goes, eh. And I yeah. went, eh. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. I was like, 
But you never jeweled never, any, any never sort jeweled, of nicotine? Never Well, jeweled like once. Yeah. But I never got... I've never been addicted or formed a dependency. Yeah. So for some reason, like, I swear to God, I couldn't form a dependency or an addiction to nicotine after. I've been trying lately because I'm like, there's these Zen pouches that I've talked about too many times on the show. I'm sorry, fucking people. Uh, oh, those are the new thing, man. Yeah, because they're like, there's almost That's no That's the new thing. There's no, like, fiberglass to cut up your lip. There's no... Yeah. It's just Tobacco. the nicotine It's pouch. just yeah. nicotine. Um, but they make me a little bit nauseous and, like, the people who do them like oh you get over a bridge and then it's like way easier so i'm like i've been just getting nauseous like i've probably thrown up from nicotine like three times in the past Damn. month and i'm like why am i even doing this i'm like forcing myself to try to enjoy nicotine because i'm like that'd be fun if there was a drug because when it feels good it feels like i'm like floating like four inches above where i am which i really like um, <laughs> but then it's just like it's just you know and it's been getting better the more i use it but i'm like i don't know i don't think i could get addicted to nicotine because i feel better when i don't take it it's the funniest thing. But like, I really, really, really like trying different substances. Mm -hmm. There's like a funny picture or like a, a meme of like a bird, like kind of touching water. It's like me and then like dipping your toe in various addictive substances. Is that you? You're yeah. the bird? Addiction's so weird. I mean, what are you addicted to? Like, do you have a time addiction to like Reddit or Twitter? Fucking sugar, man. You're addicted to sugar? For real. That'll get you. Man. I have the biggest sweet tooth. Do you really? No, do no shit. Like I... It takes me, and we've been on, me and my girlfriend now have been on this this diet uh, for, I'm trying to cut sugar out completely, as much as I can at least. You're not fat. Why is this bad for you? Just because it's, it's like, God, dude, it's like, it's like knowingly, I feel like I've, I've kind of been in that like area of, I've seen too many documentaries about the food industry yeah, it's where bad. it's like, you know, hey, I've gone down that rabbit hole and now I think sugar is poison. Mm -hmm. So like, why would I knowingly put poison into my body yeah. like sugar is as bad as alcohol for the most part yeah right and Do i honestly and it? i honestly think that alcohol and sugar i'm i, I hardly drink anymore man that yeah. that was the first time that i did that over father's day weekend i threw up in my dad's seventy-five thousand dollar pickup was the last time that i think i'll get that drunk for a very long time how much did you drink Beer or oh my god white claws beer white vodka claws. and i'm the bitch drinking yeah, it, white don't claws. talk shit on drinking white claws. so many white claws don't that talk they throw. shit on white claw yeah. okay it was also a mixture of patron and oh, so a bunch funny. of other shit isn't that like the thing that's guaranteed to make you throw up is mixing a bunch of different kinds yeah of absolutely i think that was actually i think there's a lot of truth to that but i don't know how much it is like mixing whiskey it. vodka uh champagne and beer together and I wine that, red wine no, that's that's called that the king's cup guarantee yeah. oh my god exactly that's, <laughs> that's a fun cage. game that's the fun rage cage is the funnest I'm so good at it <laughs> that, that's the funnest drinking game of all the drinking games because most of them are like that's just drinking with rules yeah uh, not King's Cup, but Rage Cage. That's the one that's actually like, all right, keep playing it, motherfuckers. Yeah, that one's fun. Yeah, that one's fun. You can only do it once, though, especially during these times of COVID. It's ruined everything. Do so you think it'll only last one year? I yeah, pray. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, what, what? I mean, I think, in my honest opinion, that everybody's going to get it. Wow, dark. Yep. It's dark. I think. Have you everybody, said your goodbye to your grandma? grandpa i you know here's the deal is i think that it doesn't matter when you get it but you're gonna get it so you could get it in two years mm. you, it's like the common cold man yeah most of the covids the coronaviruses the novel coronaviruses they're the common cold like and that's something that hey but look you know I'm, i got ten, that from fucking cnn yeah there's like a 10 percent <laughs> chance it'll kill your grandma yeah i know like, but like that's but like that's the thing you know is like yeah. it's like that's the that's obviously its infectivity rate. We now know that it, you're probably not going to catch it from a surface. Mm -hmm. That's probably bullshit. Oh, really? It is? Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know That's that. probably bullshit because, so because the amount of like stress the virus has to go through from it being on the surface, living on the surface, mm -hmm. being transmitted to your hand, being transmitted into your face. Yeah. Like that's very tough cool. for that to happen. Um, it's but it's drop talks. It's, it's from doing what we're doing right doing now. That's we're why, doing. But uh, we first, are about nine feet yeah. apart. Yeah, no, this is the first time I've actually had two or another table between us. For all the shows up until now, I've just had two tables shoved up close. Like I always kick what do you think about, feet and stuff. I and I heard this. What do you think about handshaking? I don't handshake. You don't handshake? Is it out the door? No. Because that's a big part of my job. I swear to God, this might come off. Uh, as a racial stereotype or some sort of racism. It's not. It's something I've undoubtedly noticed. I don't care. I think it's just the most interesting thing. Every white and Hispanic and Asian person that I've met 
they don't come up for a hug or a handshake whatsoever. Every black guest I've had has like has really forced me into a handshake or a hug. And I was like, that's so interesting. Cause I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like straight up in like before I wish, March. I wish more even. people dapped, man. Dab? <laughs> dapped. Like, oh, that's funny. you know, the nice classic. That, that's still pretty much a handshake. You know? It is. Like you're touching right. hands. But I'm like, that's so interesting right. how it's just like, and I mean, it's, it's probably a population of 40 people since coronavirus, or 30 people since coronavirus. So yeah. like, that's my study group. So it's not crazy, but I'm like, yeah. I don't like fucking handshaking guests, but some people guilt you into it. Like they really come up and they really make you say, oh, I'm a little bitch. I'm a little fucking kid who doesn't want to get sick. I moved into this new neighborhood yeah. and my and I went to go meet, you know, we met the neighbors eventually, but this one couple that lives right next to us, I stuck out my handshake and he's like, oh no, I'm okay. And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like yeah. this has got to go, huh? Like I'm so used to this, this has yeah. got to go. Can't even shake people's hands anymore now. How people in France are doing because they kiss each other on the sides of the cheeks. Just That's thinking the about thing. it. Now. Like Italy, France, Europe. You go mm-hmm. mwah, mwah, and then there you go. You have COVID. Like, yeah. I was going to make a docking joke right there. Like, they kiss, kiss, <laughs> and then they dock. But, dude, for the first time in my life, because everyone's like heard of docking as a joke, right? Right. Have you ever actually seen it? What it actually is? Choose not to. Dude. I looked at, like, like I, I was with friends, like, just for fun. Like, like that isn't, like, I thought people just, like, said it in there, like, that's funny. But people, like, jerk off in each other's foreskin. I'm like, how does that happen? So someone's right, getting so right their there dick. I was able to picture it, and I don't need to go and Google <laughs> no, it. Dude, someone's <laughs> so getting their dick mashed, and the other one gets, like, a tenth of as good of a vagina. So nah. I'm like, what? It was the most absurd thing to go find. I was it like, just it just doesn't seem fun. I thought it was a joke. I, my whole thing is I'm like, that's not a real thing, is it? It's like a funny thing. Like, oh, get it? My dick's in your foreskin. People fucking do it. And I'm like, all right. That's, There's just so many kicks out there that's that so fascinating. Fun, man. I'm gonna Why fucking, would you do that? I'm going to find yours. I'm going to have you tell me on air someday. It'll be the most gratifying <laughs> thing about it. Yeah, I mean... I, I really don't, I don't say it. Don't say it. I'm not going to say gonna it. I think you're weird. I'm not going to say it. So, and I honest, I'll say, I'll tell you off record, of course. Cool. Cause, and I, yeah. How, how do you think it'd be more freeing or a weirder world if everyone felt comfortable telling everyone else their kinks? It'd be freer. I mean, cause like yeah. regardless of people being able to like be open and be like, oh, I'm into BDSM or yeah. leather or whatever. Yeah. Like that doesn't. If, be, that, be cool if it was open free. and free, it would be more free because that doesn't Between change friend groups in a bar. But imagine your parents listening to this and knowing yours and you knowing theirs or like all these different ones or like yeah, that's you weird. and your sister, you and your brother. That's it's weird. Like there's different levels to where it's like, are we just I can't fucking them? figure you out. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my God. Because you always, just because you pose like a question, mm-hmm. I can't fucking figure you out because you pose a question. I for sure think I know the answer to it. Yeah. And then you come at me with that other perspective and me? I'm like, you motherfucker. I really don't know until the guest starts talking. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to roll over whatever they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. No, but I, like, but like, yeah, I don't know. Freeing, weirder, definitely weirder for about 20 years until well, things change. I think it would be more freeing too. Like, I think that'd be really, because especially at bars, like if there were pins that you could have they're just like yeah i'm into bdsm or <laughs> i'm into oh, okay um, this makes it a lot easier it's yeah. like a really it's like freak speed dating it'd be cool because you'd see someone like say you have a really obscure kink say it is like whatever pregnancy fucking and then there's a pregnant girl at the bar and she has it on she's like hey and you're like hey immediately something you can connect on right yeah otherwise like everyone dances around you're like a month into your relationship you're like is it okay if I Oh, then it's fun from feet? the jump. That makes so much sense. Right? I'm like, come on, people. So I'm like, that's that's my dream for the world is for everyone's kinks to be out there. A giant comedy, art, music, bonfire, and everybody's kinks <laughs> to be displayed on, on their, their sleeves. Imagine <laughs> seeing like, like, old, like my, little, my okay, older professional right. guests. No, nope. be so Holding funny. that one in. Yeah. Why? A little bit Holocaust-y. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> only people below 40 or 50. Uh, you know, that's just being mean age-wise. And I'm just a yeah. mean age-wise person. No. No one over 60 should be able to run for president. No one over 65, should, 70 should be able to vote. Boom. Tiger Gruber. Statements of the century. There it is. It's going to catch right on. Right back to politics. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're just about an hour. Do you want to shout out your stuff? I'll put links in the description. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, go ahead and follow the show. You can find it wherever you want to get your podcast, whether that be on Spotify, whether that be on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Probably Google. where you're listening to this. Yeah. Let's be honest with Honestly, <laughs> wherever you're listening to it, just type in High and Inside. Uh, is it high and inside pod? No, it's just high, high and inside. inside. The, all of my all of my Twitter handles are yeah. high inside podcast or high and inside pod. Uh, follow us but on yeah, Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. That's where we're at right now. We're looking 
if we can get a, a video element, which I really want to do. It's the dream. But for right now, just go ahead and follow the website, highandinside.libsyn.com. Nice. Love Check it. us out. All right. Take care, everyone. If this is the last show, love you. See you when I fucking see you. Gang, gang. All right. Later, everyone. <laughs>